Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. After Ricky's winning goal, Alex Neal does his best to give him a compliment. Yeah, Ricky's, Ricky's a Norwich player. After rumours of the Spice Girls reforming, Alex Neal comments if he would buy tickets for their concerts. Certainly not for the figures that they abandon about. Finally, Alex Neal warns Gary Hooper that Sheffield is full of healthy restaurants. That's not going to be a pleasant place for them. It's going to be more yellow and green than a leprechaun with kidney issues. This is the Little Yellow Bird Podcast. Welcome to the fourth ever Little Yellow Bird podcast. I am John Rogers. I am in Norwich again. And in London, again, is Mr. Dan Brigham. Hooray! Hey. How are you, Daniel? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm in another travel lodge. A different Not, one? Um, or you get chucked yeah, out diff- the last one? Different one. Um, the last one was a bit difficult for Jake Humphreys to find, so oh. I've moved moved more Closer? Centuries. Uh, t- closer to Jake. Although you're closer to Jake, he's moved back to Norfolk, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, he's back in Norfolk now. I wondered what that smell was. It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. So, how are you feeling about it's a smell Nor- of success, John? It's a smell oh, right. Of yeah, no, that's the word. Um, I just think it smells of piss, personally. <laughs> it uh, or he? It. Okay, smell fine. of piss is mm-hmm. wafting its way. And talking okay. of wafting its way, right? Let's get let's get the elephant out of the room. Okay. Out, out of the way, Lewis bloody grabbing. What's happened to him? I don't know. He's not here. Is he with you? He's not with me. Who, he's not. Who knows where he is, what he's doing, and what he's saying currently? But it's I bit... didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't follow the match last night, oh. and I sort of tuned in quite late to it. It's, it seemed. I mean, first of all, I thought it was rubbish. But so the more you hear about it, uh, and today it seems that he's. Well, according to the Sun, he's been fined and probably suspended. Will miss the next game, etc. Mm. And uh, it just—it it is quite extraordinary. I mean, I've got a bit of sympathy for him, but you—you um, <laughs> you don't, do you? You don't. Why would I have sympathy? I just don't have any sympathy. For example, John Stones, okay, yes. much younger, much yeah. more talented, on yeah. very good wages, and he's put—he's done it—he's he's waited there for, he's gone through the right channels and put a transfer request in. And yeah. I'm sure that as soon as they read the evaluation, they'll they'll agree to the signing, and off he'll go to Chelsea, and everyone's happy. But I agree, I just, I... and that's what Raheem Sterling should have done. But, with, but what I have sympathy, in, what I mean by that, I mean he's if if he's just done a runner because he's a bit uh, 
peeved that he's uh, been on the bench rather than starting. And let's face it, most strikers would be peeved about not striking, uh, starting ahead of Ricky Van Walswinkel. But if he's done a runner, then he's been a dick. Oy. But you, you never know what's going on, what's gone on behind the scenes. You don't know what's happening with family or where they're, you know, their living condition, not the living conditions, but if they want to move back to Bournemouth, etc. So I found the rush of ju- rush to ju- rush to judge. Are you Twi- drunk? Tell the truth. <laughs> Very tired. Rush to judge on Twitter a little bit, um, a little bit unseemly. I just think people. It's the same what happened with Wes when he called us shit house. It's the same what happened with Basong as well, and they're both mainstays of our of, of our team now. I think people deserve second chances. Oh yeah, I do. But they they, they, they never ran away from a game. Like two no. hours before, whatever no. it was. There are levels to it, but I think. I mean. I think I'd be surprised unless Bournemouth bid, you know, sort of eight or nine million for him. I'd be surprised if he he goes immediately. And I'd be, and if he stays, I think Neil will give him a second chance as well. Alex Neil sort of proved himself to be the sort of manager who's happy to give players second chance. Yeah, but that was the, the Basong thing and the Wes thing was before he was here. So how do you well, know? Course, once it, a man it, is scorned, I don't know what his his sort of reaction will be. Sounds like a Dolly Parton song. Then. Oh yeah. Uh, well, of course, but he, but whoever he, whichever manager he pisses off, Alex Neil has already always sh- has shown that players can come back from that. He will understand that sometimes players fall out with people and and possibly deserve second chances. But you know, if Graben carries on being a dick, then he has no place at Nor- you know at Norwich City. But if he's happy to get his head down and try and get back into the team, then I, I'm happy for that as well. If he, if he can come back from this, that'd be great. I'm not going to lie. I didn't listen to a word of that because I was thinking of a Dolly Parton joke. <laughs> Have you got one? Yeah. Okay, go on then. Talking of big couple of tits. <laughs> but Graben's only one tit. Oh, man. Who else is yeah. a tit? We should have... Uh... Anyway, we're done Graben now. He's, he, we've talked enough about him. If he goes for anything over seven million, I'll be delighted. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Delighted. Delighted, because he can't jump. And that's enough for me. <laughs> All right, then. You prefer, you, you prefer your footballers like kangaroos. Just yes, if they can jump, pitch. get them in the bloody side. Yeah, fine. Okay, but so, anyway. So let's do home and away, shall we? Yeah. Let's do it. Norwich City games a carrot And somewhere that's not Norwich Home and away so, home and away. Let's mm. talk about the home game. Stoke City. Stoke City, the hottest place oh. ever. I've had to destroy my jeans. I wasn't even wearing <laughs> jeans. That's all it was. I had to destroy my shorts from that. They were just sticking... It was just like a scene from the Terminator. Just everything was melting off me. Was... I honestly felt that I had melted into the seat. There were people throwing bottles of water over people just to make them survive <laughs> for another five minutes. It was right? horrifically hot <laughs> yeah. where I was. But I hope you joined in with the very sensible booing of the drinks break. Of course, did boo. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to drink? Want to sell it? You know, boo people getting rehydrated. Well, I, I stand outside coffee shops now and boo people as they walk in. It's the only <laughs> way forward. Yeah, I mean, who needs who deserves refreshments yeah. when they're running around in that sort of heat? Uh, that that was extraordinary. But we played very well, didn't we? It oh, was an exciting well. game. It... Do you know, do you know what the best part of the day was though? Um, for you or for me? For both of us. Meeting the yeah. the Jack Reeve. 
Yeah, uh, yes. And not only meeting, but queuing up to talk to we him. We had to queue up. Behind there, his legion of fans. There's like a doctor's surgery type of cashier number three, please, type of queue. We had yeah. to wait behind And, it, and this people. man dispenses pearls of wisdom whenever you speak to him as well. Um, yeah, that, that was probably the highlight of the day. It was nice, wasn't um, it? It was good fun, yeah. But I thought we played very well. I mean, I think in our first three games, Norwich have shown that probably uh, probably sort of won over a few neutrals, I think, as maybe a lot of Norwich fans suspected they would because they've played good football, yeah. created a lot of chances, and, and we look like a team that uh, is well-equipped to stay up as long as our defence is sorted out. I really enjoyed the football that we played. <laughs> did you? No, so, I just sounded the, like you were about to break into song there. John. Yeah, I was. I was. I nearly did. But I'm just. I really enjoyed just the. I again, we didn't win. I've enjoyed. I enjoyed the Palace game. I enjoyed the Stoke game more than any other game last year for some reason. I don't know why we didn't win. I just thought the football and the atmosphere was just brilliant fun. Yeah, really good yeah. fun. As of a, you know, for football is not always kind of put down as as a fun thing to do, especially when you're supporting a team in the Premiership who is not as as wealthy as as others, because you're probably going to lose more than you win. But well, I just really enjoyed it. We were used to tr- people used to trudge to Carrow Road in the, la- the last season. We were in the Premier League. Now people sort of seem to bounce. Uh, yeah, bounce just like kangaroos to, to Carrow Road. It, it, it's fun. It's really good to be back in the Premier League. That's the second uh, kangaroo make- mention you've done now. I know. Yeah, it's, uh, and um, no, it's, it is just fun. As, I mean, and carry on playing football like that. Whether we whether we start we win lots of matches or don't win lots of matches, if we carry on with that sort of attitude and that sort of uh, play, I think Norwich uh, fans will get right behind the team. I think the the two missing jigsaw pieces for me is still someone up top and someone in the back, and it, the midfield is just astonishing. The, the amount of chances that we create oh. are just amazing. There was someone behind me at the match who did moan about twenty minutes into the second half that we hadn't created enough chances though, and this was after uh, Cameron Jerome's where's Hulahan's misses and Doran's having a shot tipped onto the post and Redmond uh, getting one of the best saves I've ever seen at Carrow Road out of Jack Butland. Mm. But yeah, we apparently weren't creating enough chances. But no, you're right. Our midfield is 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 proper Premier League class. I had uh, a few, get it forward for God's sake, oh, don't go backwards, go forward with it, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, don't bother keeping the ball, just whack yeah, it Yeah, that's why I said, yeah, don't keep the ball, just bloody kick yeah. it as hard as you can out of play. Great one, mate. So on people are idiots, no? So let's, let, I reckon we should probably move on, shouldn't we? Let's always move on. Should we, should we we'll come back to um, the away point later on in the podcast but should we do yeah. let's we'll introduce later yeah we'll do introduce casual jack again so this is the second episode of casual jack casual jack he didn't know the robbie brady could play left back casual jack he doesn't know the difference between defense and attack So I'm here with Casual Jack. How are you feeling about... Well, well, before we start, what happened to Casual Jack last week? Just tried something different. Well, there are other podcasts that will have me, you know. Are there? I like... Well, loads. Probably too many to, to list right now. Mm. Can you just quickly just tell us what you thought about... Oh, I haven't really got time today, I'm afraid. Just really quickly about Robert. I, I just... Well, well, what happened? 2-1. We won. Well, that's, that's all right then, isn't it? Ricky scored and Graven walked away. OK, well... Classic, classic wolf, that is, isn't it? Just goal after goal. Yeah, it's two in two, in two about two or three seasons. So it's not. Yeah, what a season, one each season, one two and two, like you say. Yeah, I don't know. They go by season. 
Oh, how else are you going to measure it? Mm. What, what do you think about Graben walking going AWOL? As well? oh, I really haven't got time to talk about it, I'm afraid. You're just going to have to do without me. Yeah. Sure, just, just a quick... No, I'm sorry, I'm off. Right. Next week? Well, we'll see, shall we? Okay. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So that was Casual Jack in between something else that we can't talk about. He loves his football, doesn't he? <laughs> he's, he's so <laughs> casual. So... This is a good point to do um, the, the the thing I can't say. I'm gonna the thing I can't say. You ready? What can't you say, John? What can't you I say? can't say podcast pod bag. <laughs> <laughs> See, can't do it. Post, See, no, no, po- no, podcast post, post. What is it? I no longer know if you're doing this on purpose. If you literally, <laughs> you have some sort of uh, a brain freeze I have when it comes s- to saying podcast post. No. Ah, see, <laughs> podcast post bag. Podcast post bag. I don't. I have problems saying words with two p's in front of it. Um, Wait, what are you going to do? Peter Pan. Peter Piper. See. Pilly Piper. Pepe Papu. Right. Cunt. See, it just goes on and on. Here, just with the first one. Uh, okay, so oh, we why did you do the jingle? Wasn't it? Okay. Podcast post bag. Get on it. Do you say that? Yeah. Or have you actually pressed a button for that? No, I say it. Post bag. Is that right? Yeah, I'm talking about this. Oh, okay. Post bag, post bag. Get on it. Go. Uh-huh. Um, right. Well, so we asked, uh, as we did last week, and we're probably going to do every week, possibly. We don't know. Uh, we asked if Norwich's Joy Stoke was a movie, which movie would it be? And we had we had a really good response. This, uh, Thank you this very week. much, everyone. Thank you very much for everyone who. Um, Not everyone, because uh, some are really bad. <laughs> some are some are appalling, but uh, we've blocked those people, so <laughs> uh, so it's fine. Um, I'm just trying to find them right now. Oh um, God, here we go. Yeah. You had one job. That's all you've got to do is press a button on your little phony thing. Uh, well, I've got I've got my laptop actually. Okay, so Christopher Keeley at Kills Eight One One. I like him. Uh, Yep, he's a Norwich fan. Oh. Uh, he says because of the weather, as we've just spoken about, he'll go, some like it hot and heat. So we've got a double one off him. Two. Both yeah. to do with the weather. Two classics there. Uh, New York Canaries. Ah. Oh. Uh, no, he hasn't gone for one. What? <laughs> uh, Degsy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just like, quick, just make one up. Just make one up for him so he looks really uh, the good. The Great Escape. Ah, oh, did he say yeah. that one? No, Degsy said well, that. Well, what about the New York Red. Canaries? What was his? Well, he Hilarious. said he said, whoever prepared the ice buckets, not all the players got a cold towel during the water break. No idea. Oh, because we are. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Moving on. This is going well. So Giles Hine at G underscore Hine says the Matrix sequels promise lots. Good in parts, especially set pieces. 
but ultimately left feeling that they should have been better. We were shit at set pieces. I mean, mostly we conceded from a set piece. Okay, so the water boy from Sharon Matthews. Nice. Oh, Sharon. Yeah. Hello, Sharon. I like Sharon. Do you like Sharon? Yeah, she works for the Benjamin Foundation. For the what foundation? The Benjamin Foundation. Oh, okay. We should do yeah. something for them. We should do something for them. Uh, I don't know who they are. Who are they? Just a really good charity in Norwich. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Sid Suris has gone for Star Wars 4, A New Hope. Oh. I like that. Um, Star Wars doesn't work, though, does it? Uh, no, it doesn't really. Although, um, okay. Graben and Alex Neal are both stars in my eyes. So Graben is? Okay. Um, so, Richard, at Twitchat, who's uh, consistently amusing uh, tw- uh, Twitter presence. He's very funny. He, so, he's gone for A, Stoke Jack Mountain, because <laughs> of Butland. Yeah, and this okay. next one is probably the greatest thing I've ever heard. Go on. Um well, there are two. So, yeah. uh, so this two one. others. Yeah, this one. Jack the Block. No, not that one. That's rubbish. Good. And here we go. Hugh's afraid of vertiginous hoof. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the one. I did that no credit. I, really? Isn't that, was... that's all? Is, I mean, who, Hughes, Mark Hughes, afraid of vertiginous, as in, you know, height hoof. That's that's brilliant. Because Stoke did actually resort to a bit of hoofball in the second half. It was, it's was, almost was... like they've not not washed Pulis out of their system. Do that Jack one again. What Jack one? The one before it, the first one. Jack the Block. Stoke Jack Mountain. Stoke. Oh, yes, it's Stoke Jack Mountain, as yes. in Brokeback Mountain. Yes, we've done that one. Oh, yeah, but well, that's brilliant, isn't it? That's very good, I missed yeah. it. I, it did crumble away. I, oh, my God, that's good. That's too good. Uh, Adam Brandon at uh, Canigia Schools. Uh, Jack Reacher, again, another Butland one. Is this all about Jack Reeve? Jack Butland, surely. Might be about Jack Reeve. Yeah, it could be, I suppose. Um... And that that's all of them. That's all the response. Oh, and Mark Lincoln said the Butland the Butland to fly effect. Oh, that, that's wo- good that as works well. better written out. That it does, I'm sure it does. Out. Most of these things do. But yeah. they were good, or, weren't oh, they? Well, Richard's gone another one. Richard has gone for Butlander. As oh. in Zoolander, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And N B not but with a double T lander. Uh so yeah, so lots of good movies there to so sum up uh sum up the Stoke game for us. What's your favourite movie? My favourite movie yeah. uh, is um, Apocalypse Now. Is my favourite movie. Can you get that into a Stokey um, way? Apocalypse. Uh, a Stoke um, Apocalypse Now. Mm, no, that, that would only work if we'd lost six one or something, wouldn't mm. it? Uh, no, no, I can't do that. Oh no. well, never mind. We tried mm. and we failed. Yeah. Talking mm-hmm. of trying and failing, now it's time for John versus Dan. Was it Dan versus John? It doesn't matter because I'm bloody winning. Who cares? So, Dan Ooh. versus John. Can you just remind everyone what the scores are currently? I, I can't remember. Um, well, it, uh, yeah, you've suddenly you've shinned yourself to a two-nil lead, haven't you? Oh yeah, old Shinny McGee. So the first week you accidentally got the bottom three in the season. Norwich came third in the Premier League. No accident. And, and last time you somehow managed to pluck a guess out of the air of how many teams have got to the FA Cup semi-final since Norwich were last there. But I, so I was actually so the, really angry about that. 
You have not just shinned them in, you've properly testicled them in. They've just bounced off your balls, dribbled over the line, and somehow you've taken over a 2-0 lead. No, 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 no. It's bounced off my balls, hit the corner flags, gone straight into the air, into the referee's groin and back into the goal. That's how I do it. But I was thinking, I was quite angry at that, because it's a hell of a big number range I had to guess in between. You're moaning, and yet you got it. Oh, yeah. Okay, then. Okay, are you ready for this? Yeah, this is where I start. You have got to get... There's four (laughs) possible answers of this question. You've got to get three to get the point. Okay. Are you ready for this? Which four players have worn Norwich City's number nine shirt in the Premier League? Ooh. Four players. It's nice, isn't it? Only four. In the Premier League. In the Premier League. Uh, right. Well, so and we're, so we're not we're not talking about now. Well, well, there is no number nine, is there? That's the point. No, we're not talking about sort of the last few seasons. Yeah, of course we're we going are. back to ninety two, ninety three. Is what is. Of course, we're talking about this this now. Have we ever worn a number nine shirt in the Premier League? So we, yeah, we're going back. We're going back to the first Premier League season, right? Yeah. I'll take your first answers, by the way. You've got three. You've got to think about it. Don't just blurt things out. <laughs> you know do, I like to blurt things out. <laughs> do your obvious ones first. Go on. Um, I'm not big on, uh, big on numbers, really. I mean, well, Grant Holt. One. Ding. If I had a ding noise, I'd ding it. Uh, Mark Robbins. Uh-uh. No, he was 10, wasn't he? Was he 10? I think he was 10. Uh, well, Ricky. Bing. Um, You've got one more chance now to get one of two. I've got one more chance yeah. to get one of two. I mean, one more. Hold on, that can't be true. There must be more number nines. There wasn't. The... Nope, 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 nope. Really? Yep. Are you sure you've researched this correctly? Look, I've just, just got this answer or question off the bloody internet. Don't have a go at me <laughs> if this is wrong. Right. Okay. So. Hmm. Are you Googling it? No, I'm not Googling it. I wouldn't have got one wrong if I was Googling it. Yeah, but you don't know what you're doing, do you? Uh... This is really boring for other people, so you've got to make a, a really good educated guess like I did. Okay. Would you have got this? Other, this another do you know what? I would have, if, if I'd have broke it down, I would have got it. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you which one was in the 93-95 season. 93-95? <laughs> Around that time. Uh... You won't get well, it. I... It was Gary Megson. Shut up. Yep. So, you need to think of the last three. So, the, the one was the last time we were in the Premier, before Grant Holt and before Ricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not a bloody so. Norwich fan, are you? Who was our manager? What do you mean, who was our manager? You're breaking up a little bit, but don't worry. Uh, okay. I'm all right. Not really. But... Oh, it's going to be left field, though, isn't it? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, the oh, I'm breaking up. I can't answer the question. Oh, I'm just gag. trying to. Yeah, before Dean Ashton came in. Um, so is there only one left then? Yes. And hold on, Gary Megson was number nine. That's why it says on my piece of paper, so it must be correct. Gary Megson was number nine. <laughs> yeah, he was. I remember it quite clearly. <laughs> right. Uh, well, that makes no maybe sense. that's the official nut when they first did official. I thought better he was, was, you know. Was you sure Mark Robbins? No, he was there. He had double figures, didn't he, Mark Robbins? Was yeah, he 10? And this is when the official had to like their own number nine shirt, when they had to like not just do one to 11. Okay. And Gary Megson was number nine, I remember quite clearly. Is it going to be someone ridiculous like Svensson or, uh, I don't know, like Ryan Jarvis? Is nope, it going to be nope. ridiculous? Am I going to be able to get it? Yeah, get you should it? do. If it, you have to, you have, First of all, you have to think about who was manager. 
Well, Worthington was. Okay, Worthington. So that time there, the first ever game. Can you remember the first ever game we played? Uh, I can't remember who we played, actually. It was actually the first ever game was Crystal Palace. I'm giving you so much clues here. You didn't give me fuck all when I added, I guess, my <laughs> ball-y shot. Oh, I don't... I don't... Uh, I, I can give you... Where, a, where's he from? I'll give you... No, I can't tell you that. I'll give you one more fact. Oh, hold on. You can't tell me that, so... I can't... I can tell you anything you want. What do you want to know? Where's he from? Okay. I'm going to give you one more fact about this person... And if you don't get yeah. it, you're fucking lost, like a loser, and it's going to be 2 nil still. <laughs> this person yeah. was blowing out of his backside and had to come off at half-time. Okay, and he's clearly not English. You clearly don't know where he's from. I do. Uh, we had another Scandinavian in our side, didn't we? Uh, fucking hell. Don't uh, do that because it hurt my ears. Uh, um, Five. Uh, what's his name? Johnson. Johnson. Four, Johnson. Johnson. Three, Johnson. Correct. He was number nine. He was number nine, remember? His little baldy, golden-shaven head. That's extraordinary. Do I win a point, then? You won a fucking point. You yeah, I had to, like, scream it to you. But you've won a point, Dan. I would never have got Gary Megson. I don't understand how Worthington helps with that answer, though. Because you're just putting yourself in that that first game of the season. Yeah. He was number nine on the right there, and he was shit. Talking of shit, let's talk about the second part of Home and Away. Norris City Games to Carrow Road, and somewhere that's not Norwich, home and away. Fucking get on with it. So, we're going to talk about the second part of our little preview, as I like to call it, of Southampton. And what's yeah. so special about the Southampton game, Daniel? Uh, I don't know. What is special What about? is so special about the day of the Southampton game? Uh, well, this Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's your birthday, isn't ding, it? Ding, 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 ding. Uh, you don't get a point for that. What have you got me? I'm just going to... Let... I got you another one of your, another Boris Gump baseball cap. Oh, I like that him. That is wearing. Yeah. That one is uh, just like stained. What are, doing, what are you doing for your birthday? Well, it's over the bank holiday weekend, isn't it? Yeah, no one's around, really. Exactly, and kids are... Yeah. Because you were going to do a barbecue, weren't you? Are you going to invite all of our listeners to a barbecue? Or I don't think we can get all seven at my house. Oh, it might be a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, what the weather like has been... Well, exactly, yeah. This is probably the most boring thing we've ever talked about yeah, on this podcast. Yeah, we move on so to the Southampton game? Southampton. Are you going to be watching it on your birthday? I'm going to be watching it on my birthday. Is that cool or not? Yeah, of course that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Is it going to make you? A li- it's an early kickoff, isn't it? Is it's it going to make you a little one. bit sad? A little bit sad if. Well, if no, I because don't I, win? I'm going out for a lovely curry after, so I can go out and have enjoy myself. But what are we going to do during the Southampton game? Are we going to bloody win or we're going to lose? You tell me right yeah. now, Dan. Well, Southampton have had a bit of an iffy start to the season. They haven't won yet, have they? They've uh, lost all their well, decent players. That's why. Well, they always seem to do that, and I think well, uh, Wanyama and Mano have been uh, linked with moves away as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. <sighs> I think well, they're playing right now in Europe, aren't they? And I think that's sort of like like many clubs who are sort of in their first European season and don't necessarily have the biggest squad and look like they're going to lose a couple more of their first eleven. Uh, European football can drain their resources, and it'd be, it'd be a bit a bit of a pity because Southampton have been one of the, you know a really good success story. Um, uh, so, and but they seem unsettled by Europe and by players wanting to leave. But one of the good like, one of the really good stories is Rodriguez coming back. It's really good to see him back after missing entirety of last season. He looked 
a really good player uh, in their first season back in the Premier League. He got back, I think he got into the England team, didn't he? He did, yeah. Uh, yeah, and was all set for going to the World Cup until, until he um, got injured. But it's really good to see him back. And a bit, little bit surprised he's not starting ahead of uh, Pele, actually, uh, who had a really iffy end to the last season, just sort of mirrored Southampton's fortunes. And although I think he scored one, uh, I think he scored in the opening game, he sort of, he struggled a little bit. And Southampton looked pretty clueless against Watford, uh, judging by match of the day highlights. So I... I I think Norwich go there with quite a lot of confidence. I was thinking the other day about Southampton. They were one of the teams when I, when I was growing up with a Matt Letizier and the Francis Benali. They're the two players that I used to remember. Yeah. Even Ian Dowie. They were always one of those teams where we never seemed to beat away. I mean, the well, Dell was a horrible place to go. And I don't think we've ever done very well when we have visited them since they've gone to St. Mary's. I just They're one of these little no. bogey teams that I don't think we'll do very well against, unfortunately. There was a, there was yeah, we always used to have quite a high scoring games against them like, like Palace as well back in the early nineties yeah. always seemed to be like three four I think we lost five four to them didn't we one we in did ninety three ninety four I think we lost Ken, five four to them was it Ken Mankow scored yeah header from a corner in the last minute yeah and he like punched that. the ball into into the into the crowd I yeah. remember that. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't really believe in the whole bogey team thing. I just, but I, I think I think they'll they'll they won't attack us too heavily. They've, as I say, three centre backs now. They played against Watford. I think they'll be looking to keep things tight. So it, it could was nil nil, wasn't it? The Watford game. It was nil nil. Yeah, yeah. it was nil nil. Um, so I think yeah, I think Norwich will go there with a decent chance winning. As and as we all know, we play better away than at home under Alex Neil. Your voice has gone all wibbly wobbly. Can you say that again? that's much better thanks very much for that Dan so what's next oh so this is the point of the show that we've been looking forward to for a very long time and we're going to ring Mr Jake Humphrey for an exclusive interview live on the Little Yellow Bird podcast here we go so hasn't gone well not going to lie the last few oh shh shh ring us ring us ring ring Jake Humphrey's phone. Jeanette speaking. How may I help you? Oh, hello there, Jeanette. Is it possible I can speak to uh, Mr. Jake Humphrey, please? I'm afraid Mr. Humphrey's very busy right now and he can't come to the phone. Now, who's calling? Um, yes, certainly. It's it's it, it's John here. We uh, we we spoke spoke to his agent. He said we could ring him about this time for the last four four weeks, and uh, unfortunately, we haven't got through to him. So I'm just wondering if I can have a quick word live on the Little Yellow Bird podcast. I'm sure you've heard of it. Oh, I don't think I have heard of that, um, John. Um, I'm afraid he is rather busy right now. Um, so if I can take a message for you, I'll let him get back to you. L- listen, listen, love. Look, uh, this has gone far enough. Look, well, he said we can ring him, OK? We've gone on and we've gone on and we've gone on. I'm looking a bloody fool here. So if you can put your ass into gear, stop being a shit PA and get him on the phone. I'd appreciate it, OK? Frankly, it's up to me who Mr Humphrey speaks to. And actually, I don't really like the tone of your voice. I'm off to work for a nice man called Mr Gusto next week. You can just fuck off. Goodbye. Oh, for God. This is ridiculous now. We went, we've gone through the right channels as well. Right. I can't be arsed anymore. Still, yeah. it's a good job though, isn't it? Jermaine's? Yeah. You fancy it? No, she's got it. Uh, dry cleaning, gardening. House refurbishments, select and organise wardrobes for specific designers for special events appearances at Harrods or Oswald Boateng, gaining further recognition within the media, producing his own iPhone apps, his own iPhone apps. Would you click on a Jermaine Defoe iPhone app? It depends if you could like, like punch him in the face, maybe. You click here and his eyeball falls out, something like that, I'd do that. 
Uh huh. Yeah. But imagine that. Well, that's not a. That's not a PA. That's like, are you a superhero? That's... Yes. Well, come along. We'll give you a fifty-five grand to make me into a baby. It's not being a PA. It's being Jermaine Defoe. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's literally doing anything a normal human being would normally do for themselves. Should we add but a Jermaine few Defoe... extra little bits and bobs that they could do, like wipe his ass? Yeah. No. Um, chew yeah, his a food. Of, a friend of mine. You were. That's, a, that's around... a lie. We were once around uh, another friend's house, uh, Roma Clacklin, and this friend who will name nameless was, name? 12, uh, was 12 years old and came out of the toilet. Uh, we were at the bottom of the stairs with his pants down by his ankles and asked my other friend's mum to wipe his bottom for him. Because he hadn't learned it. 12 years old, he hadn't learned. How old, how old were you when you learned? So, I, I, know, I know, you know, we get desperate when we try to fill up the podcast, but when you're talking about half-naked 12-year-olds towards the end of... <laughs> Hopefully, people will have would have turned off by now. If they haven't, we're we're in dire straits. Terrible. Yeah, and on that bombshell, I think bombshell, bombshell. I think we should end it. Uh, yeah, I think you're probably right. Thank you very, very much, everyone, for listening to this week's Little Yellow Bird podcast. It's been a weird old week with Grab and running away, Ricky scoring extremely hot temperatures, down. and kids with their pants down. So let's I'm finish off. Water breaks. And doing what? And booing water breaks. Boo. Well. Boo-hoo. Maybe that's why we're not... That's why people were buying... Oh, it, it makes so much sense now. That's why they were booing John Waters. Maybe that's uh, what it was. Uh, we, didn't give, we didn't give the Norwich fans the credit they deserve. Exactly. That was really ironically clever. Well uh-huh. done, Snake Pit. We should also probably say, if people have come to this through iTunes or whatever, that we yeah. do have a website, the Little Yellow Bird uh, project.co.uk, where you can find lots of articles and podcast etc <laughs> smooth so let's finish off today's podcast with your little thing called uh i've forgotten the name of it. <laughs> i know you have that's why i always You've do it you've even done a jingle for me. oh you have done a jingle i have you? yeah uh will happen won't happen yay will Norwich end striker search by signing highly rated Gary Hooper from Sheffield Wednesday. Won't! Disgusted by the lack of drinks breaks at Southampton, Norwich fans instead start booing the players for walking off at half-time. Will! Leading scorer Russell Martin storms out of St Mary's Stadium after Alex Nils fails to start him up front. Won't! Lewis Graben advertises for new PA. Responsibility includes burrowing tunnels, sourcing camouflage clothing and handling infrared glasses they were fantastic thanks very much Dan thank you for everyone else for listening to the Little Yellow Bud podcast thank you we will everyone. see you next week and everyone if they see me say happy birthday to me because my birthday coming soon hooray happy birthday John bye
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 